Hey everybody, this is Brenda Devine from Purpose 8 Institute, and you're listening to my podcast, Living a Life of Purpose, where we discuss the importance of purpose in our everyday lives. Discovering and living out your purpose keeps you focused on God's purpose. That is sharing the good news of salvation with others. This podcast is for people like me, still searching for the answers to Who am I and why am I here? You and I were designed and created by God for purpose, and we have much to do. You can listen and subscribe to my podcast, Living a Life of Purpose with Brenda Devine on Anchor and all other podcast platforms. Hey, this is Brenda Devine from Purpose 8 Institute. Hey, I just want to say thank you once again for joining me for another episode of my podcast, Living a Life of Purpose. And so today's topic is your need to be right is killing you and it's killing your purpose. So I'm going to share with you um, When I started in uh, my professional career, I was not the nicest person. Um, I was broken. I was wounded. I had many issues of rejection and emotional neglect. And I pushed a lot of stuff down. But, you know, everything that you push down emotionally is eventually going to come back. And I had this need to be right. I had this need to be accepted based on what I knew, my opinions, my intellect, um, the way I could speak and dissect and dissect information and to debate. So I had a need to be right, um, to win every argument, to show that I was superior. Um, but underneath it, it was just a broken little girl, uh, that felt the need to protect herself by being right. Because if I was right, I was better than you, as opposed to before being rejected you feel as if you're less than or you're told that you're less than or you're treated that you're less than. And that lifestyle of being right or thinking that I'm right lasted a long time. Um, And there were moments that it got better. But the thing is, when you are um, in that mindset, and you are good at what you do in terms of work or your profession or your business, you kind of think that you know it all. (laughs) And you put a lot of pressure on yourself to know it all. And you put a lot of energy in telling people that you know it all. When really, I had a limited perspective of life. Um, I didn't really catch a glimpse that I was wrong 
until I submitted my life to God at 52. That's when I had to admit that everything I thought that I was good at, that I had power over, that I had control of numbers, of work, of people, um, no, that that all went away. And even then, after I was saved, I still had those lingering um, emotions of being self-righteous and being, I shouldn't say self-righteous, of being, um, thinking I was smarter or thinking I was better or thinking um, less than of other people. And so I'm just being honest. (laughs) And it wasn't until... I discovered my purpose that um, I grew emotionally, spiritually. I got uh, to be a better person. But those years of being angry, they take a toll on you. It's stressful having those lingering issues that you don't address so that that need to be right was killing me physically because stress just harms your body. We're not designed to be constantly at full tilt. And that stress just is not a good thing for anyone. When you are trying to um, perform and show that you are the best at everything, that you are right at everything, that your opinion is the one that matters the most. Most, and I had a very and still and I had a very bad habit, and I still do, and I have to catch myself of interrupting people because I was so um, impatient to communicate what I wanted to say, what I thought was important, as opposed to giving way to someone to speak what they thought was right or their perspective or their experience. And it was not, and I'm going to be honest, um, I think it was in 2016, 17, I was in a really dry place at work. And I thought, when that dry place got better that I had learned my lesson and I'm like thank you God you know for removing these people from um my way but that dry place continued and it got worse and God humbled me um over the last two years to realize that I didn't learn that lesson in 2016, 2017, I didn't learn that lesson. And the lesson was pride. See, when you think you're right all the time, that's really tied to pride. And pride is really turned to, includes fear. And fear is really about you thinking that you're in control. And you thinking that you're in control is really thinking that you're God. And you thinking that you're a God is really inequity. Not inequity, iniquity. And that's really what Lucifer was about. So you got to realize 
And it took a long time for me to realize. So I'm sharing this testimony for you. If you have to be right all the time, if it makes you feel good to be right all the time. Now, we're not talking about the humble confidence of knowing that you do good work, that you have expertise and talents in something. I'm talking about when you feel good to make someone else feel less, when you feel better because you won an argument, that you've showed them that they can't tell you that, you know, they just don't know who you are. (laughs) That's all about pride. That's all about fear. That's all about brokenness. That's all about something you need to correct. Because that is going to stay with you until you do the work. So, I really got a better understanding of what the dangers are trying to be right all the time and how the desire and the need to be right was killing me, but it was also killing my purpose. I can't be about God's business when I'm so focused on my business of being right. I can't do what God wants me to do when I'm so busy tearing up bridges, ruining relationships, ruining um, environments with this toxic behavior and mindset to think that I'm better than someone else. And it took some breaking of my spirit, some humbling of my spirit for me to acknowledge that what I thought I knew all these years, even after I got saved, even after I committed my life, even after I started the Ministry of Purpose 8 Institute, there was more to learn. There is always more to learn. And so how do you learn? I had to learn by learning how to be quiet. (laughs) To be quiet, to be still, to not complain and murmur and gossip about what was wrong. Not saying I don't have my moments, because I do. But I had to learn to be quiet so I can hear what God's saying. So I can hear what that other human across from me is saying. What I can hear their perspective. So I can take that into consideration of what I'm thinking I know and adding that and go, you know what? I didn't really think about it that way. Or, you know, you're right. Let's try it this way. You know, I've never done it that way. Or maybe I am right this time, but maybe I'm right because it's from experience and not from pride. Not that I have to get one up on you. Not that I have to make you feel bad. Not that I have to make myself feel better. But because that's just the way after discussing it with someone else, that is 
the right way to go. So I had, I learned over the past year, two years, that what I thought I knew, I didn't know. Raising all kinds of sand, (laughs) for what? Wasted energy. The time that's invested in thinking that you're right is going to put you in a box. It put me in a box. I thought I was separating myself from people that were getting on my nerves. (laughs) Probably, maybe they were separating themselves from me because I was such a pain. I wasn't an easy person to get along with. I wasn't an easy person to talk to. You know, deep down, the Brenda, the little girl Brenda, was protecting herself from all the no's, all the hurts, all the rejection. But we can't live like that. That 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 Brenda that I was protected, it's not the little girl anymore. She's the woman. You know, she's still there. But she's protected already. Brenda's protected. God protects me. I don't have to put all this energy in protecting me. And when you think that you're right all the time, when you think you're it, that's really, when you think about it, when you really dig down into it, that's really what it's about. You're trying to protect the little you. Because something happened, and you're trying to protect that person. But what you got to figure out is, why is that little person still hurt? Why is your little person still speaking through you? Why does that little person that's broken, why are they still controlling your life? Trying to be right all the time, you're just putting yourself in a box. You can't fully embrace what God has for you because you've made this place of this little box where everything has to be about you. What you want, what you want to do, how you think. There's no room and capacity for anybody else's opinion but you. You are so committed to being right, you don't even want to let God in. When he's trying to talk to you, you know, I got this. I'm in control. I, I, you know, I can always talk to God later. If this don't work, I'll talk to God then. The same thing. But when you limit yourself to that box, you limit your relationship to God. You've already declared, I'm God. So you're not open to what he has for you. You're not open to who he says you really are. You're not really that broken child. I'm not really that broken child. All those tests, all those challenges were lessons that I failed to learn. But now that you're older and now that hopefully we're wiser, we can look back on those lessons 
or should I say those challenges and see them as lessons and see how they are testimonies that we haven't even spoken of. We've looked at them as hurtful experiences that have made us bitter and broken and ill when really we should think of it as God has brought me through this. He has taken care of me. He has provided for me. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take my testimony and I'm going to share it. I'm going to use it. I'm going to help people. I'm going to be better about it. I'm going to learn from it. I'm going to accommodate myself to it and understand it so I can grow. But before, and I want to say this and make a really good point, you can't fake your way into purpose. You can't fake your way into purpose. You have to be all in 100%. And you are not going to be all in until you go back in your past and those things that hurt you, those people that hurt you, those words that hurt you, those situations that hurt you, that you address them emotionally, align them to God's will, accept them for what they are. You don't need to add nothing to it. You don't need to take anything away from it. But see it for what it is, acknowledge it, and then take that, 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 that idol, that fear, that pain that you worshiped, and leave it there. And then turn and embrace the God that you serve, the real God that you serve, your creator, the one that created you, designed you, had you in mind. Before the foundations of the earth already had your name picked out, already wrote your path out. Embrace that God. Take your weaknesses and turn them into testimonies. Turn them into service. Use them as a steward to give God all the glory. See, when you're trying to be right all the time, you're killing yourself. You're killing what God has designed. You're killing your purpose. So, I want you to really think about and marinate on what we're talking about. I want you to think about that need to be right. Really, I want you to, you know what? Take a piece of paper and write down the need to be right. And then draw a line and put pride. I should say fear. And then draw a line to pride. And then draw a line to whatever else happen to you. Draw a line to who said something to you, who did something to you, to 
Who hurt you? What happened? What trauma? Draw a line there. Get into it. I know it hurts. I do. I understand. But maybe, I shouldn't say maybe. But if you take the time to address it, to look at it, how it really is, to pray about it, to study God's word about it, to be healed from it, you let it go. Then you won't have to be right all the time. You won't have to feel like the need that you got to be right, that you know everything. That can't nobody tell you nothing. Because doing that work will free you. It will free you. 50 years, 60 years, 40 years, 10 years of pain and bitterness and not forgiveness and illness and feeling bad and feeling lonely. You can conquer that. You can conquer it. It's going to take a little time. It might happen instantly. It depends on how you embrace it. Whether you're going to be earnest with your desire to be free from it. So it depends all on you. And it depends on you applying God's word to heal you mentally. To heal your heart you know our hearts lie to us. <laughs> they do. You got to realize that your heart lies to you. And you got to leave it there. So you can go on. So you can move from this season. You can move from this dry place. You can move. When you move, you're not going to take the stuff that you had with you because you're going to leave it back there. You're going to move and you're going to see life open up differently than you've ever imagined. Your brain, your thoughts, your heart, they're going to open up. You're going to have so many creative thoughts. You're going to have so many opportunities come to you. You're going to meet so many people. Why? Because now you're open. You're open and receptive. You was tight when you was mad all the time. You was tight. You know, you don't be bothered. You want to talk to nobody. You you was tight. (laughs) Okay, don't nobody want to come up on that. But now, you're so open. You're so light. You're so free. People are drawn to that. And that's God's glory in you. That's God's glory in you. That is God's mercy and grace in you. He gave you an opportunity to leave that little box of bitterness and hate and resentment that you've been living in all these years, an opportunity to be what he has designed and created you to be. To serve him, to love him, to be a steward. So others 
can see his glory in you and desire the same. These people want to be free. And they can see that when they see you. So you don't need to be right about everything. Because it's killing you. The need, the desire to be right. It's killing you. And it has been killing your purpose. But hopefully, after listening to this, you will have a change of mind which will cause a change of heart. Now, this is Brenda Devine from Purpose 8 Institute. Yeah, I'll talk to you in a little bit. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me on my podcast, Living a Life of Purpose, on Anchor and all other major podcast platforms. To learn more about Purpose 8 Institute and our ministry of sharing the importance of purpose, please visit our website, www.purpose8institute.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and even TikTok. like to learn more about purpose beyond this podcast living a life of purpose you can also purchase one of my books that are available on my website purpose8institute.com and also on amazon